Steve Mathis production. Hello, Pulp fans. Keep using that M-A-T-T-H-E-S code at btosports.com and be sure to click the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com for your non-moto purchases. Your support makes it possible for us to continue to deliver your moto fix, and we thank you. episode of the Steve Mathis show there is a high chanceability you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking Duh. or make you say to yourself dude that's so funny the bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview welcome to the racer x podcast show brought to you by btosports.com hosted by Steve Mathis Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX Podcast Southwick Wrap-Up. We're getting near the end of these things. Only only two races left now. And um, very, very exciting series. And it's coming to an end, unfortunately. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me to break down Southwick and talk about all the angles. Every angle there is. Jason Wygant. Yeah. And David Pingree. Hey there. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, just before we get started... I want to officially tell Wygant we've started Wygant. This is now the start. This isn't a this isn't a parade podcast or anything. This oh. is the real podcast. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> really? Unfortunately, my DVR took the wrong time to, no. to, to bite the dust. Yeah, I I, I got a new what? one today. But well, it, here's what you need to do. Here's yeah. what you need to do. Did it record something else at the wrong time? No, it's gone. Garbage. It, it broke down. Uh, I sent, okay. It wasn't even working. Yeah. Play nothing. Watch that. And then announce the race from that. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, you, your DVR recording nothing. We, that's basically what we had. Um, well, I don't mean to make fun of you, Wygan. I know your job's really <laughs> tough, but I mean, this sounds hey, like it would have been hilarious. I'm only mad for one reason. What? The job being tough and me sucking at it, if that that's fine. I'm cool with that. Like, the job is to do the job well. I don't like to use that it's harder than it looks excuse. Even if it's harder than it looks. You don't grab that. Your job, you, you never grab that job. lifeline. You never grab that lifeline. Never. Screw that, dude. Yeah. If it's too hard, you shouldn't be getting paid for it. You should be able to do it. That's your job. That's the thing that gets me. So if people would just want to say I suck in general, that's fine. Like, that's their opinion. What gets me mad is, for the most part, this year especially, I haven't really had many people say anything wrong. Like, it's like I've got some credibility. People think the shows are pretty good. And then we mess up one thing, and instead of getting the benefit of the doubt of saying, hmm, something must have gone wrong there, somehow all the credibility went out the window, and suddenly I didn't even know what the start of a motocross race looked like. Really? <laughs> like, you don't yeah. think that I know that the races start with the gate dropping? <laughs> and Emig, too? Emig forgot that? Yeah. Both of you were just... Just totally forgot what happened. Um, How a race starts. Yeah. Uh, like I said, biggest regret of my life is that I'm not going to see this 
this this first first lap called like a parade lap, which I guess is hilarious. So well, it's even worse actually. We only said parade lap. Uh, Everything we were saying was a complete coincidence. It wasn't like we were actually watching it, thinking it was a parade lap. We thought we were killing time before the race began. So we were talking about like. So what's the weather? How's the weather going to affect track? Well, there's some valleys, and you'll see some mud down there. Meanwhile, like Brayton and Barsha are battling for the lead. And Emig's like, it's a dynamic track, and the sand, the way the mud affects sand is different to the other track. We're just talking about stuff like that. Like, we barely talk. I think we mentioned the parade lap once. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was the worst-case scenario, and I don't know how we could ever fix, prevent it from happening again because mm-hmm. – I can only imagine the, the yeah. number of emails you got, Weech, because I got I got no less than about ten saying, "What the yeah. hell is wrong with these guys? I got, how do they miss Michael Lessie? You know, how do they miss this and that?" I got uh, I got texts. I didn't see it. So I'm like, "Wow, yeah. I don't know, man. These yeah. yeah. guys must have dropped the ball." I got I no texts idea. going, "What is going on with Wygant? What is happening?" That's what I'm saying. Like. Why is the assumption that we just completely lost our mind and, like, decided to, like, do lines <laughs> before the race and, like, hallucinogenic drugs? Well, uh, you are in, the, in a small, confined area with Emig. I mean, we did I'm have just people, saying. Yeah, we did have a, a woman hand us cookies randomly at Millville. Oh, oh, we oh. were thinking, hmm, if we eat these right now, and they are, there's no way we're recovering in two hours. Like, just be jiggling through the entire race. Then think about this. Let's say the cookies were laced. And we said, listen, dude, we can't do the show. We're way too high. Some fan gave us random cookies and we're high. Where would we go? Like, would they just have us sit in the back of the truck and laugh for four hours? <laughs> just giggle? <laughs> just giggle while they bring, like, two other guys in? Like, what would we? <laughs> uh, you, yeah. And then, and then who knows? Maybe you'd end up being the Wally Pip of motocross announcing. That's what I'm afraid of. Right. So what happened? Maybe if someone brings you some special brownies at Paula... We can actually get sperm whale worked into the broadcast. <laughs> Good point. It might Good just point. be what you need to make it happen. I like where I was, you're going. I'm working on something. I'm working on something. That's all I want to say. I've got. I've got a. I've got a, a theory, a hypothesis. All anyway, right. okay. For this show, we had the. I already wrote a thing about it on the racetrack side. I mean, it doesn't matter. Apparently, all credibility. Jeff Hemming having raced his entire life means nothing. He doesn't understand that when a gate drops, a race begins. Somehow we're just yeah. flushed. But the point was, we didn't have monitors. Our our producer kept saying, stay on Dungey, stay on Dungey, stay on Dungey. And whenever we don't call what's on the screen, they yell at us and say, call what's on the screen. Like, people get mad at, especially Ralph, I think gets it worse. They're like, why is Ralph cut off Emmett? Why does he cut him off? Because TV standards say, if something happens, you have to announce it. Like, if you notice in basketball, they have conversations, but they never don't say who made the shot. Well, so, if the pass is made, you have to call the pass. That's just the way TV works. So I have to cut them off, funny. and the producer yells at us, call the screen, call on the screen, call what's on the screen, shut up, call what's on the screen. We, can, can you yeah. not go, can you not say, oh, we're having some te- technical difficulties here, you know, bear with us, like, uh, do they discourage you from saying that, or do they, they just want you to try to kind of fudge your way through it? Well, now I, I, I once I re, once I realized after the fact that it had been screwed up. At the time, I didn't know. Like that was the whole thing. We didn't know the race had started. If we had oh. known, that was no problem. So he's saying stay on Dungey. We're talking about Dungey. We figure, okay, we can't see anything, but surely, if the race starts, they're going to yell at us to call us on the screen. <laughs> I mean, if they yell at us for not calling the pass for eleventh, 
surely they will tell us who got the whole shot. When the gate drops, right. They did not. For some reason, four whole minutes went by, and they just let us roll. Um, I don't understand why. So I was in shock when I saw two laps come up on the timing and scoring screen, and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't a parade lap, this is the race? And they're like, yeah, it's the race. And I'm like, our monitors still don't work. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I told you that. This is all going on during the show. Like, I yeah. need to make to keep talking longer so I right. can communicate it. <laughs> it was a mess, dude. You know, it, but anyway, to have this all happen, you would need to have monitors go down right before the gate drops, which will probably never happen again. And at the same time, the defending champion's bike being wrenched on in the pits, taking everyone's focus away from the start line. Right, yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. I didn't feel that bad about it at first. I'm like, ah, people are clearly going to tell something was wrong. But not so much. No, what did get me mad was that they thought, no, nothing was wrong. You guys just don't know what the start of a motocross race looks like. Really? Well, that is the moral compass. That's Vital MX. I mean, that, you know, those people on there, they, they represent the everyman. They're not bitter. They're not angry at all. <laughs> One of the things that I always find funny on there is, and this goes in any, any particular argument, when, when you're on the side of whoever is posting comments or on Vital, whatever, you're all in it together. But as soon as you disagree with them, it's their sport, and you're ruining it. <laughs> and I've seen it happen to so many people, and this week was my turn. Suddenly, I'm not involved with motocross. I'm an outsider ruining their sport. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we've all done it. Mathis, you've probably done it. That's awesome. I don't know if I've ever – I've never – ruin the sport but i for sure have had people say mathis your time is done no one is going to talk to you you're you're soon to be outcast um you know all yeah, your, you become outsiders so all quick, your and friends are turning turning you over or something and i'm just like all right cool and then nothing happens yeah exactly um all right well let's get to the race uh, here um yeah i just had to get that off my chest there i don't know where we, where do we start dungey or metcalf where do we start I, tr- I, I want so bad. I just want to talk about Dungey, and I know I should feel like the compassionate side of me wants to, you know, really feel for him and and really get inside his head and, you know, try to get my mind around the emotions that were going through his head as he's sitting there waiting for his bike. But it was funny, like watching him kind of stomp his feet like like he was a little kid, and his mom's going, "I know, I know, it's really sad." I I was laughing a little bit. Anybody? Am I the only one? Is that really mean? You it was kind of funny. Have, if you see the clip we have, maybe that's the one you're talking about on the post show, the Racerex post show. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mom, mom, mom. <laughs> I just, I just, I can hear him going, Mommy, there's my bike. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, he was. Uh, and, and understandably so. I don't mean to be a dick on him, but like, obviously. Lots of emotions going on right there, but it just looks funny in that little clip. Has so. that ever happened to you, Ping? Not 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 starting the race uh, when everybody's gone, but has that ever happened no. where you've been waiting I, for your bike? I've had a I've had a plug back in the 125 days. I, I fouled a plug, and I had to have that changed on the line. And that that alone, and I made the race. You know, back yeah. then they'd hold it. Right. You know, they give you so long or whatever, but even that is like a horrible feeling. You just your guts are climbing out of your throat. Right. And uh, it's a nightmare. But um, uh, I can't imagine sitting there being 
in the chase, like, you know, clearly a title contender, having worked that hard and watch everyone just go, and, you know, your whole what, what do season you, go away with it. What do you say, do you to, say? To, to about Mike Gosler and Suzuki and Mike Webb and all those guys? I mean, you know, I'm not pointing any fingers because if anybody knows what happens in the sport of motocross as a mechanic, it's me. But, man, just the, the shit is just not going their way. Huh, Weege? It's just uh, not working out. No, not at all. And I, don't, I, I can't think of any of these problems that I'm sure they can't point to anything they've changed. Like, well, we cheaped out on this. We should have ordered a new one. I don't think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the boiling fuel, like, or chains coming off. Like, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be one thing, I think, if they could say, well, we fired this guy and we didn't replace him mm-hmm. and everybody had to work overtime and this is what you get. But I don't, I don't think that's really the case, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. It's not good. But it's um, it's shocking how a team can go from a perfect season in motocross with one guy to how many mechanical issues this year. True, you know, it's really weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, No doubt. um, No doubt about it. Speaking of moral compass, um, after the race, uh, everyone asked Metcalf why didn't he um, ride extra slow in the parade lap. Uh, to raise his hand, and he said, because it doesn't work that way anymore, the gate drops and the gate drops. And then Davey said that even that one time at High Point, I don't know if this is, he maybe got names mixed up, he said that one time you, Ping, and your teammates on FMF Honda were part of a conspiracy to run a 15-minute, unbelievably slow parade lap yes. while someone no, else no. on your team was having a motor change. Ping is was not true? there. Ping was not I there. I wasn't there. I was no. there. Not you. It, I was there. I was a mechanic on the team. Oh, really? And so what went down? Absolutely. Um, the, it was super muddy. Sellers <laughs> motor blew up. Nobody wanted to do a parade lap. Cliff White comes over the radio and goes, uh, yeah, all of you guys are going to be doing a parade lap right now. And, and we're like, okay. Hey, guys, Cliff White just said, go do a parade lap and, you know, take your time because Sellers is changing the motor. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. It, it – uh, it happened. It has happened. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, it was super muddy, so you know the guys were going slow. You know, it was you couldn't get on them for going you know too slow because it was super muddy. So I don't know, oh, okay. but but yeah, nobody they were won- the only ones that did the parade lap. Only once, the, all, the whole team, the other right. four guys or three guys or whatever it was. I was working for Danny Smith at the time, but when Cliff White comes over the radio, tells you guys to do a parade lap, you pretty much do a parade lap. Oh yeah, I was at home with a blown out knee, or I would have been doing one too. Yeah. Um, hey, Wygant, in the press conference, what would you make of Dungy's uh, statements about, I guess no one wants to really help me anymore, or whatever that was? I think what he was getting at, and then he kind of stammered his way through it. I yeah, know, he, he, didn't, I know. he wasn't smooth. <laughs> I know, I know. He, um, I think his point was that he wanted to raise his hand to ask for more time, but they said if you don't have a bike, that doesn't work. You have to have a bike. And I guess he was upset that all 40 riders on the line knew, like, oh, Dungy screwed here. We have a bike. We could raise our hand, but nobody did it. I think that's what he meant. But I don't even know if that rule – does that mm-hmm. rule even apply anymore? I don't think it does. I don't and, think it does. And I, and I thought that that's right, what, what Ryan meant, but I, I was confused because, of course, no one's going to help him. You know? I mean, he wouldn't help anybody. You know what I mean? And not, and just, it's, it's the nature of racing motocross. Yeah, I think so. So I, mean, I was a little surprised. I was like, hmm, Ryan, do you really expect somebody to, 
to, you know, throw themselves uh, on the spear for you here because you wouldn't do it, and you know nobody would. Yeah, right. Nobody would. So that's what I thought he meant. I thought that was a curious comment, but he said one thing I thought was pretty interesting. Going back to the his mom being on the line, which when I went and transcribed what he said, he said that. Once the bike didn't show, he thought he was done, and the first thing he wanted to do was take off his helmet and throw it because he was so mad. Right. And his mom kept saying, don't take your helmet off, don't take your helmet off. And then, really good thing he didn't because then right. 15 seconds later the bike shows up and he still had his helmet. That would have screwed the whole season. So, funny how that worked out. Yeah, good and job. he was uh, job, 15 seconds away from getting lapped, which would have put an end to his, to his race. How close was it? Could you see it? Yeah, it was, I obviously could yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. All you saw was fro. Uh, it was ten or fifteen seconds away from Barsha coming coming over. You know. So that's how much room they had to spare. The whole yep. season came under fifteen seconds. If Goose took fifteen more seconds to get that bike down there, it would have been over. Yeah, it would have been over because uh, once uh, the, the rider completes a lap, you cannot re-enter the you can't enter the race. Yeah, and I thought. Did, did we do any? Did we do any kind of? Sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead Weech. No, I, I just said no. they were ready to pull the black flag. They had it. They had it out, hmm. ready for it. Yep. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, did, did anyone ever, uh, obviously Suzuki's not going to, they're being tight-lipped, but does anyone have any kind of idea what happened? It was electrical, electrical for sure. I, electrical. I, I, no, no, it really was. I was standing there. I was standing there watching them do it, and they changed the stator. They had the tank off. They had everything off. They changed the stator, leaned the bike over, changed the stator, put the bike back on the stand, put the tank on, vroom, fire it up. At that point, I walked away. It's a long walk to the mechanics area. I got to get going, you know. Um, and at that point, the bike fired. Well, then I guess it died right away again. So something else got changed after the stator. But I can tell you that after they changed the stator, it fired up. So the first time. We swear watching, because we, we did have the footage of that. We swear we saw one guy standing there in a raincoat and, like, grab a bolt and, like, give the, uh, hey, does anyone know where this goes? Look. While they were scrambling, like what? How confident do you think they were that that bike wasn't just going to cut out right in the middle of? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Something. I've been there, man. I, remember Reed's uh, Reed's bike on the line, Orlando Supercross 05? Yeah, they held the yeah. race for us because rookie yep. forgot to tighten rookie's base nut came loose, but the one the base nut that came loose base the cylinder base nut that came wow. loose was behind the pipe and the power valve guard. So. Wow. And like you know, once once it breaks the seal and it starts sucking air, bolting it back up doesn't really fix the gasket. Is ruined, you know. It is it, lifted up. The gasket is no good, and we were just, ruined. Well, yeah, at that level, yeah. Not, Hold on, not on a local Say it level. Again? Ruined. Ruined. Yeah. Like R O O N E D. R U I N E D. Ruined. Is this not a word? <laughs> is that? Uh, is this it's not a word? 60 minutes when the Andy Rooney goes off on something. <laughs> been ruined. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I right. am I taking crazy? Is this not a word? Am I crazy? It's a, ru- it's a word, right? Ruin, ruin is a word. Or, you know, R-U-I-N. Ruin. R-U-I-N-E-D. Yep. Now say it. Ruined. Ruined. Well, it's a Canadian thing, maybe. I don't know. All right, you know what? Screw- hey, this podcast is over. <laughs> good, good call, Ping. <laughs> Sorry, I just I couldn't let it go. All right, as you were. No, I'm done. I'm done. The gasket was ruined. No, I'm done.
He's just oh. refusing to talk. I'm done now. You guys carry oh, it. Oh, my God. Hey, man, don't get all butthurt just when you make one mistake if somebody calls you out on it. Don't be. You're don't ruining be the like sport, that. pig. You know I mean? It's like Deckles. It's like Deckles. Oh, uh, Deckles and, and Levers. 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 Clutch Lever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. All right, so let's let's get to Dungey's uh, ride itself. Unbelievably, slices through the pack, seventh place. Um, only loses a point to Villapoto. If he wins this title, Ping, this is a this is a TSN turning point, right? You know what? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Reed is probably out of it at this point, but whether it's Villapoto or Dungey or if Reed was still in it, um, any one of those guys could have looked back at a certain ride and went. Oh man, that's where I hung in. Red, the Red Bud Moto for Villapoto. He took a digger. He could have easily pulled it in or just, you know, mm-hmm. mailed that moto in. And he came back, I think, what did he get? Seventh? Ninth, I think. Okay, well, got, got some points. Obviously, Reed's Millville crash where he came back and got points. That was huge. And then this one for Dungey. Yeah, I mean, wow. That's, uh, that is damage control. You know, to still wind up on the podium at the end of the day. After uh, not even starting with the field, that, that's really impressive. And what about so, uh, and what about Brett Metcalf, Wygant? Uh, really cool to see him win. I mean, maybe not as dominant as last year, but it, it, he got the overall win. He got the job done. And, I, and as I said in my observations, and as I said in my interview with with Mehdi on Monday, and as I'm going to say now because I'm not very innovative or unique, apparently, um, everyone's happy for him. I think right there there isn't too many people who wouldn't be happy to see Mehdi win. No, it's like you, you don't want to really go too far into, oh, well, I mean, Dungey or Barsha, they had problems. Because, obviously, Metcalf has been on that side of it. He's had the day where he should have won races, and it didn't come together. So, at this point, if he gets one where he may or may not have won, and it, it, who's to say he could have still won the overall anyway, the way it worked out. You just mm-hmm. never know. Yeah. Um, I mean, he obviously rode really well that second moto, and he, he beat Villapoto. I think Villapoto was riding a little conservatively, but either way, he passed the guy that's leading the point standings, so it's pretty legit. But if there's any question about it, I don't think anyone wants to ask that question because this guy has had victory snatched from the jaws of defeat, or is it the other way around? Whatever. He's earned victories before and not gotten snatched them. Snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. And, uh, there we go. And you can Sorry. say the word snatch over and over. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I kind of ruined that one. So, anyway, <laughs> good for him, and I don't think anyone's going to question it. I mean – how many ways do you want to look at it? Like, at one right. point, you're like, well, man, Barsha could have gone 3-1. That would have been easy. But then you're like, well, Dungey actually pulled away from Barsha in the second moto while riding through the pack. Yeah, so he did. Yep. You can go crazy if you want to do that. What about Ping? This is my theory, and seeing as you're – I mean, even though I have four Manitoba titles, you outrank me um, as far as being a rider. So we'll, we'll defer to you on this. How much do you think RV sitting on the line – thought Dunge was out. And I don't know what I need to actually, I was meant to ask uh, Mike Williamson, RV's mechanic, if he told RV at any point in the race that Dunge made it and is in, you know, X position. But I'm sure that it either just prior to the gate dropping or on the opening laps, he got, you know, Dungey out or Dungey, you know. No, I'm saying RV knew that Dungey was out, but I'm wondering if he knew he was back in. And I wonder if RV was out there riding like, hey, I'm, I'm taking these 18, these 20 points, and, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm going to put 18 on, 20 points on, on Dungey. So let me just ride around and get this. I don't know. I, I don't know how hard you push in that 
those conditions, you know, it was like bikes are blowing up left and right. You could, I mean, that, that sand, when it gets muddy, I'm sure Fro went over and over this in the podcast or the broadcast, but you know, it look it'll look soft and like you're going to track and then all of a sudden it just, you will skate out from under you. Because I, when it gets ready, that's okay, weird. Yeah, but, you're not even, he was, you're you know, not even, you're not even addressing my point. No, I'm just saying whether he knew Denji was in or out, I'm sure he was trying to, you know, keep it on two wheels and it was a, points. Even if Denji comes back and gets, you know, fifth right behind him or whatever, uh, that's still better than crashing and finishing outside the top ten. Because to me, Ligant and Ping clearly isn't isn't getting it. Um, you think he was laying up because Dungey? I do. He thought Dungey was out. I do. I do. What do you I'm think? I'm sure Ligant? those guys are smart enough to let him know. Well, I just put hey, a, Dungey's back up to you know. I just put a text already. in. I just put a text in. We'll see if it has, if it gets answered right. during this show. Um, right. What do you yeah, think? I agree, I agree with you, Steve. I think that's. I think he was like, okay, the only thing that's going to screw me out is if I succumb to the same problem that happens to Reed and Dungey. They both had bike problems. Bike problems happen to Barsha. Bike problems are happening to everyone on this track. I'm going to make sure that I don't throw away this opportunity. That's what it seemed like to me. I mean, he just didn't look like he was riding as aggressively as he normally does. And now, I don't know, Southwick, it's like it's gotten worse with the bike situation. And Metcalf said that, in, that he was you know, staying away from the clutch because he knew it would make the bike run hotter. So even the fact that Barsha was ahead of him and broke in the first moto, now we have to question, well, is that, your, is that the rider's fault? You know? Right. Like, do you have to ride? Ping, when you rode to Southwick, was it ever in your mind to conserve the equipment, or was it just like, hey, if it goes, it goes? No, but I'm probably a bad example, because I, I would have probably been happy if it had blown up. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I never, I, no, I never did. I was, you know, if yeah. it blew up, it blew up. I've never heard of that until this year, it seems like, guys, are, it's gotten so bad now. That it seems but like it's, it's, it's different. I, I think those four fifties, you know, the four strokes just get so hot. They're, they're, I don't think they're as durable as the two strokes. You know, you'd have a blown up bikes then too, but I don't, I don't think it was as much as it is now. Do you? There's no. A lot of bikes that grenade now that everything is four stroke. At least at that track, it seems to be, seems yeah. to be like now you're just lucky to get through it. Like it's, it's honestly a challenge to get two motos in without breaking your bike, which I don't remember yeah. that being that bad. Um, to steal a joke from Ping, who used this um, years ago, and I always remember two things I remember about Ping, and I, I might carve them out on his tombstone if I outlive him, which, judging by my obesity, I may not. But I love the comment about Bob Hanna being able to eat a corn on the cob through a chain link fence without. Well, I don't even remember the joke now. Ping, do you remember? His teeth were so jacked up, he could eat an ear of corn through a chain link fence. Yes. That was the joke. Yeah, okay, I love that. And then here's <laughs> Bob and I have since patched things up, so Bob, don't take that to heart again. I just love that when I read that. That was really funny. And then also, you made a joke one time about a Japanese uh, uh, employee falling on his sword <laughs> when the bikes blow up. So, uh, who fell on their sword on Honda on Monday morning? <laughs> Somebody. Somebody did the honorable thing. Because, wow. They just go, I must go now. That is it. Sacrifice myself. I have disgraced my family name. <laughs> um, can you believe that, though? Three motor problems. Wow. Mm. Not good. 
not good at all. And uh, Barsha was third. Reed was fifth. I mean, if there's any doubt that Reed's, Reed's chances are gone, um, somebody put their hand up, uh, right? I mean, no way. He, he's out of it. He's the crickets. Yeah, exactly. It's been a good run, no doubt. And, he's, and he still might end up with the most races won at the end of this thing, depending on the next two play out. Uh, probably not, but maybe. Um, what do you think about that, uh, Wygant, uh, the Honda Motor situation? Yeah, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind is like, okay, <clears throat> it, it's electrical gremlins, I think as we were calling it. My uh, little bit older uh, color commentator that I work with showing his knowledge of 1984 children's movies. Um, that, I think, is like, you know, it sounded like the Dungy thing is like, hey, what are you going to do? Sometimes these weird things happen. But as far as brakes grenading, I wonder, like, this is all a, a byproduct of, you know, pushing the envelope for, for more performance, right? Am I, I'm very rudimentary on this, but I would assume that you could detune a bike and make it more reliable, yes. right? Yes. So I guess that's my question, like, how do the teams end up leaving it where there's even anything to chance? I mean, why not just give up five horsepower for the day? That's what I think. Or yeah. do they think, no, we did detune it. We cannot believe this happened. I remember at Yamaha, um, oh, I was so mad. I was so mad at, at Jimmy Perry. But it was probably a good idea. Uh, Yamaha, oh, four, pouring, pouring rain on Saturday practice. Like, just a mud bog. And, uh, you know, I, we're just like, hey, this is just going to be, you know, terrible. So we got the word from Jimmy Perry, hey, after practice today, everybody take their cylinder head, their their cylinders off, clean the valves, lap them because, you know, the bike sucks sand today. The water and sand went right through the filter. And then add another base gasket, add a thicker base gasket to the head to lower the compression because we're going to be, be in for a a uh, a long day tomorrow of rain and, and sand. So we got out of the track on Saturday night at 2 in the morning and then up at 6 you know, to, to, to do the race day. And it was, it was just a hellish weekend, but I mean, we, we did exactly that. We added, we took away compression. We added some base gasket and then we cleaned our valves and lapped them to, to, um, you know, to get them to seal right because we did suck sand through and water through the filter. And this was all for a Saturday practice that we should, probably should have never rode because it's so shitty, but we rode. So. And, and certainly there's someone on a dyno somewhere knows what that base gasket and the lower compression is going to take away. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's got to be a difference. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, that would be me. I did a lot of the dyno work because Barry was hurt all the time. So, <laughs> you know, we kind of knew what 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 did what. You know, anyways, um, not good for Honda, no doubt about it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com Racer X podcast show. It's that time, time for a commercial. Thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike car body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston Goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free, or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. Ping, Justin Barsha uh, won the second moto, won and led every lap, dominated. He's got to be... He's got, even as good as he is as a rider, and a, he's this is a huge surprise, huge surprise, right? Yeah, I mean, really, uh, we we are we're talking about. Do you know? Do you remember the movie? Do you remember the movie? Do you remember the movie? He really uh, should have won that national. Hold on, you know, like hold on, hold on. Let me talk. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm the oh. host here. Let me talk. Do you remember the movie The Crying Game? Vaguely. Do you remember at the end, the dude turns out to be a chick? I'm very, I'm, I'm very interested in where you're going with this. Okay. Cannot wait. Okay. The, <laughs> Barsha's a chick. No. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say long hair. Is uh, that where you're going? No, here's my thing. Okay. I'm trying to put... Wait, Lady Barsha? I'm trying to put uh, Barsha's <laughs> surprise, Barsha's ride on a surprise level of a movie. So, to me, um, the, the game with Michael Douglas... Him falling off the the the, um, the skyscraper, falling through the glass, and falling onto an airbag, and finding out everything was planned, was a pretty on a scale of one to ten was pretty um, uh, a six on a surprise level. The crying game, finding out the dude was a chick, was a nine on the surprise level. So I'm putting oh. Barsha's ride, even though it's surprising, it's v- so surprising, it's the crying game surprising. And I know no. that I just went, I just went, you know, way past what I should have. Yeah, you shouldn't have stopped me when I was talking earlier. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You just let me keep going. And... Well, my point is, anyway. my point is, is okay. Wait, he's a surprise. Still, still cutting you off. How? <laughs> but he's to me, he's a major <laughs> surprise. This is a major surprise to me. That's all. You you can't tell me. That anyone thought he was going to win motos and ride the way he's been riding. It's it's hugely surprising, like the crying game. Like if Lady Gaga had pulled a penis out at the MTV Video Awards the other night. Mm. Like that would have been that shocking. That wouldn't have been well, shocking. more shocking than that. Well, what's the it most sh- been what's the most shocking like movie ending you've ever seen in your life? <sighs> Weege or Ping. What's the most Six, shocking? The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense is the most shocking ending of a movie. Okay. You ever seen Seven? Yes, seven. Okay, yeah, head in the box. Head in the box. Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in the box. Spoiler alert, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box, surprising. I, I disagree. All right. I, I, I'd i be somewhere in the middle. I think it's pretty surprising. Not nearly as surprising as a man turning out to be a woman. <laughs> I think you've gone way, way over the line here, Mattress. <laughs> Okay, well. But that said, wow. I mean, um, I'm anxious to see what he does with these last two because I think. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't know. Wait, Dilla, he, like, he's from that area up there. Maybe he's just really comfortable. Lots of fans. Southwick, same thing. He loves the sand, rides there a lot. If he ride, if he's still. He's going three, to. Winning motos at the last two rounds. He's going to. I, I'll maybe uh, go. I'll the crying go, game. Crying game with you. I'm telling He's going to. It's going to be crying game for you. I'm telling you. Hey, I just got word from uh, Mike Williamson, RV's mechanic. Uh, I did not tell that. I did not tell RV that Dungey made the race. I just told him to take care of his bike and clutch. So, so RV did not know probably that uh, that Ryan Dungey started even started that race. So he probably did know that he that he he had to know. Well, obviously he got kicked out of his gate, so he he knew Dungey had a problem. Right? Do you think he knew he wasn't in the race? I, I do. I would think that you would you would definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, it would seem to me like if they win the title, it's all good. But Dude, if when, they don't, when, he when might you, be like kicking himself. When you like, come man, back from I the, thought, he only made up how many points? Hold on, let me, inter- let me let me interrupt you again. Let me interrupt you. Okay. I, I feel like this is like a sports talk radio show. Uh, we're just gonna always yell over all top right, of each other. Rome. 
No, when RV came back from the parade lap, he probably saw Dungy still standing there. At that point, was like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't know anything much about parade laps, white guy, I know, but <laughs> but trust me. Yeah, right? I mean, I thought the motor, I mean, man, those five-minute laps, I thought that's what they did. Um, okay, so now we got that out of, out of the question. So you're telling me, why can't this isn't that surprising to you. This isn't, this isn't six, six cents, to put it in your movie surprise category. No, I would put it, okay, we're saying it's a surprise scale, so even one is a surprise, just not a huge surprise, right? One yeah. to ten, yeah. surprise scale? Yeah. I'm only going to give it a two because I feel like... Oh, my God. No, Oh, my God. Stop interrupting. I'm going to explain. Okay, I thought if Barsha had gone fourth place behind Reed, Dungey and Villapoto, and his four motos so far would not have been surprised at all. I thought that he could easily, not easily, but he could do that. That would not be over par. That would just be par. I figured he could go four four. We now know that Reed is not the same Reed, so that can move him to third. He was over par by challenging Dungey all the way to the end of Unadilla. I'll give him that. Shocker. I don't know. We'll go to shocker level, but I think that was a little over par. First moto at Southwick. What happened? He would have got third. Villapoto and Dungey would have beat him. And, man, when Villapoto passed him, did Barsha not try every trick he had in the book for three laps? Did you see him try to get Villapoto back? He was inside, outside in every corner, and Villapoto just walked away from him anyway. Second moto, Villapoto, we now know, cruising to conserve the bike, and Dungey pulled away from Barsha the entire moto while riding through traffic. So how shocking is it really? If you just look at it on paper, sure, he won think, a moto. I think he just got clowned, Mathis. I would say, like, Goonies level. Yeah, they found the pirate ship, but Swap is still an ugly bastard, and the boat sails away. Listen, he should have got second overall at Unadilla, and he should have won Southwick. A couple of small things, and we're, look, we're talking about a guy who went 2-1 in his two races. That is yeah, but, the crying game. Crazy, it, take, it took some crazy circumstances. That is that finding out that the dude is a, is a chick. The only way it's a crying game level, the only way is if in that first moto at Unadilla, Filippoto just never caught him. Like if that, imagine that. Imagine if he whole shot that moto and just won it. That's crying game level. Well, it's better than Goonies. He's, he's riding better than Goonies. <laughs> Riding better than Goonies. I know that. Okay. He's riding better than Goonies, or is a bigger surprise than Goonies? Uh, yeah, it's a bigger it's hard su- to ride better than Goonies. It's really hard to top that it's one. A, it's a better surprise than Goonies, for sure. No doubt about it. I, I can't believe I can't believe he's doing this well. I didn't think he would. I mean, he let's, let's remember, he wasn't exactly uh, on fire in the 250 Nationals. What's Dean Wilson thinking right now? Like, if I jumped up there, I would just be whacking yeah. those guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, I bet he is thinking that, but it's not true. Um, but uh, uh, okay, all right. Well, I mean, we'll see what the the listeners think. I know they'll they'll side with me. Can I, so, can I ask a question here about Brett Metcalf? Yeah, I've mentioned this before, but Weege in your post show interview there, it's like as evident as as it's ever been. Like, if I had to say to someone who'd never met Brett, met him, didn't know him, didn't know what he, where he was from. I said, listen to this interview and tell me where this guy's from. They would say Tennessee, Alabama, maybe somewhere in there, maybe Oklahoma-ish. 
I don't think at any point would they ever say Australia. Yeah. And what happened? I understand. How, how do some Australians live here their whole lives, South Africans, they still talk like they're straight out of Cape Town? And Brett Metcalf completely lost it. It's gone. He yeah, he's like only he's lost been, it. It's like he he's grew adopted up other accents to replace it. I know. That's, I know. Unbelievable. Is anybody, is, am I the only one? Like, I, I, it's funny to me. No, it reminds me of my favorite yeah. ping joke ever, which involved um, former team manager at KTM, Selvaraj Narayan. I don't even know if I want to say the oh, joke. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was pretty good, too. Dude, that was, that was pretty my, good, too. That's my face. However, Maybe we don't say that one. Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna keep, I'm not going to say the joke, but that guy, his accent, relentless. Right? Straight out of wherever. India. Never yeah. never got better. Never got no. better. No. Never changed. Victory. He says KTM needs to go get victories. Still. Uh, victories with the W. <laughs> um, His favorite drink? Vodka. Uh, why can't? Um, yeah. Justin Brayton, good second moto, third place. Rode well. That's crying game, baby. That's not crying game, no. <laughs> right, uh, Michael Lessie. No, it's not. You're right. Actually, Brayton leading a moto early on and, and finishing on the podium, that's not even a shock. That's, that's what I expect from the man each and every time he lines up at the gate. Excellent. 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 Yeah. Pissing it. Uh, what about Colton Fasciati? on TV, we admit that. We're going to give him, we're gonna give him a little extra coverage. Still City, I can't wait. What about, what about Fasciati? Fifth. Oh, Brayton got on the podium in a moto, dude. Fifth. Fasciati. What happened in moto two? Was he, he up there? He was up there off the start. Not that you would know, Wagant. Well, uh, no, he was I up was there off the start. Fell in the first lap. Got up. Ripped through the pack. Like, seriously, ripped through the pack to, like, 22nd. He was ripped. Like, dude, he was, like, 39th or 38th. In, like, four laps, he was 22nd. And, and, and we were all getting excited again. Team Canada, you know, was there supporting the Canadians. Oh. And then he fell again and bent the shifter, and he was uh, done. But uh, he does have a Troy Lee Designs Honda rod ping for the last two. So that's awesome. Yeah, it makes us to see uh, what, he, what he does. It's so weird how those guys cross the border, and it's like kryptonite down here. Yeah. Um, because for anyone who's never been to Canada and seen Clat and Wah and Fastiati ride, you would swear you're looking at Carmichael. Those guys are, like, ridiculously fast up there. Tell me more. They're, Tell they're me just more. Com- no, they're confident. They, you know, it's like. <laughs> Tell me more. Keep going. Oh. I don't even want to know what you're doing oh, right now. Hands, hands where we can see them, Steve. Keep going. How fast were they? Carmichael <laughs> speed. <laughs> they come down here, though, and they're, you know, dusty pipes speed. <laughs> dusty pipes. <laughs> My new favorite writer. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, somebody Twittered me and said Justin Sipes and Dusty Pipes should get together and form a team. <laughs> Sipes and Pipes. Watch out for Sipes and Pipes today. Looking good. <laughs> I want to write their press releases if they ever do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, uh, what about John Dowd? Wow. John Dowd. John Dowd. 46 years old. I got accused last night on the Pulpomex show of, you know, performing fellatio on John Dowd. So I'm not going to talk about him anymore. Why, Gant? What do you think? What did Kenny think? Not not as impressed? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess not. 
you know, Kenny marches to his own drum. So. Dowd, it's like uh, it's like the Selvaraj and Ariana accent. What happened to you and your phone? Yeah, I don't. What? Weed, it's like you just threw your phone across the room and then tried talking into it. Oh, wait, I think I put my... Oh, you're better. Yeah, I think I put my hand on the wrong spot. I was thinking about Brayton for a second, sorry. Um, Tell me again how fast Rossiotti is being. Yeah. Tell me again. (laughs) Brayton, third in a moto. Carmichael's speed. You have to swear he was Carmichael's (laughs) speed. Wow. What are you talking about, Dowd? Yeah. I can't remember now. Yeah, I got distracted. Uh, It's like the Selvaraj accent. Like, who out of three people in this conversation have... Semi erections right now. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we can start. We, we can start talking about Trey Canard if you want. I gotta hold these textbooks in front of me. Right now. <laughs> so, uh, Dowd, the thing is, like, he just like if if the motos were three hours long, he'd probably just win them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he just, just keeps going for it nastier. Yeah. He just keeps going, and then all the other. It was really cool because I think at one point it was all the New England guys. Like they were like eighth, ninth, tenth, and they were close. And then Matha says, "You know our uh, <clears throat> Racer X Motocross Show video crew, very NESC heavy. Oh yes, very, yes, 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 very <laughs> experts on Southwick." And they were like, "Oh, Jacob Morrison and uh, and Robbie, Robbie Marshall, Marshall. They do not like each other. Bad dudes. Bad reputations. Blah blah blah." Yeah. And they were beating down at one point, and then all of a sudden one of them's gone. And all of a sudden, the other one's gone. And then Dowd passes a few more people. And then there's Dowd getting, what did he get, eighth in the second moto? Uh, yeah, 9-8. And, and I think uh, first moto, too, Brayton and Albertson, he, uh, he just haunted them down. He just hunted them down. They had a lot of time on him, and he was yeah. just coming. He was just choo-choo train. Yeah. Yeah, just does not change ever. The Selvaraj accent of riding just will uh. always be. 46 years old. You need to, like, really stop. Maybe we have a moment of silence for that, because that is impressive. I don't care who you are. Or we can have a moment of silence for Weege's broadcasting career. Here we go. Okay, we're back. And the parade lap is uh, out now. Uh, oh. uh, um, I wanted to touch on, in the 450 class... I want, oh, what I want to who freaking had the fastest time of the day? I wanted to touch on that. That is what I wanted to touch on. The Southwick discrepancy. Um, you know, one time Jeremy Medaglia, Jer Bear, fourth fastest uh, in the 250 class. Um, and now we had Michael Sotile. Sotile? I don't know. Um, Sotile. Sotile? I have experts again, the, our NESC heavy. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Video crew. Um, now is it pronounced? Sotile is what, what I heard. I have no idea. I have never heard of him before. I thought Saturday. it was Soddle. It was spelled Soddle. <laughs> what do you think of that, uh, Ping? Does, do they need to change that? You know, Davey uh, told me in the morning they sent the women out first to uh, to try to rough up the track. Um, insert joke Careful. here. Insert Careful. joke here. Careful. Um, um, and I guess it didn't work. Do, does that need to change, Ping, or do we just accept that for what it is? You know, Ricky Dietrich well, didn't make it. What, Andrew Short your- didn't make it. What's your option, though? You know, I mean, it's like, um, yeah. You know, you, you, uh, well, the option is what you do you do? You only take one practice? Like, that was the kind of the suggestion I kept hearing. Well, just take the time from the second practice. Well, what if a guy grades his bike in that practice on yeah. the opening lap? Or right. Something? Um, yeah. There, there's no good answer, but it definitely, that track, way more than any other track 
even if you've got mud or whatever, it's, it is a huge disadvantage can you, or a huge advantage to going first. You, can you imagine, though, if they change the practices to put the seated guys first at that one race? Oh, my God. Oh. oh, you know? Oh. What do you think, Weege? I mean, do we just accept this and we just take this kind of quirkiness? Like, is it is it Southwick like our Fenway Park where you have a, you know, you have a short green monster in the left field? I, I think you do. I think you do because you can use Southwick then to win all arguments over the sport is being biased. I had I don't even know who it was in the pits at High Point. Um, our Again, the racetrack video guys were talking to some friend of theirs. There's probably a New England guy. And he's like, oh, you know how it goes. They set everything up, so we have a disadvantage. That's why we're in the B practice, and they purposely do it when their track's all muddy and everything because they want to screw us. They're, perp- they're trying, like basically saying, you know, the races are set up purposely to screw privateers. Like we hold races. The whole reason the sport exists is to take like, privateer like races. It's like again. It's the man trying to pull us down. Yeah. And I go, what about Southwick? We keep the same schedule every week. On some tracks, it's better to be first, and some tracks, it's better to be last. That proves right there that no one's trying on purpose to do anything. At Southwick, you get a huge advantage. And he's like, oh, that's just one race out of 12. And I'm like, there's got to be some other tracks where it's there an is. advantage to be early. No, there is. There's a few. I've looked it up before. Yeah, he's like, no, it's always muddy. It's always muddy when practice begins. Not true. And I'm like, okay. So I think the only way you can possibly say that you're, hey, man, show up, go fast enough, it's equal opportunity is to not don't change anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of think you. Yeah, I kind of think you. Dietrich don't... didn't make it that, or or short not making it last year. Like that's, yeah, that's not good. It's not good, but it's what, the. What was Dietrich's situation? I mean, was uh, short last year? He had a bike problem in the first practice. Yeah, right? same what? thing. Uh, he had a broken right. broken hub. Dietrich broken hub first practice. <clears throat> right. So it's not like you can say, "Hey, man, just ride faster." I mean, you're in that second practice to get a time. You're in big trouble. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you are. Um, no doubt about it. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, did you get my text, uh, Wagant, about uh, what what Brock Tickle asked me? Uh, did you send it? Let me see here. No, I sent it on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brock Tickle says to me down in the TV. I, I sent a I sent a response that I could not. Uh, Brock Tickle said to me, uh, "Who's Who's Dakota Kessler?" I couldn't. I can't read the response on the air. Very upset. Very upsetting. I'm just like, oh, these kids. Who's Dakota Have you Kessler? Seen, you see Dakota's dad? Is his wrench? You see him over there? No, I didn't know he was. He was? Oh. Oh, I got to point it out because here's the thing. For years, we've made Barry Karsten, you know, the joke of what, you know, being a privateer is all about. And right. Years old and blah, blah, blah. You got to see the Mick. New Jersey's finest. Many will argue better than Barry Karsten. His son's mechanic. His son's now pro. That's what we're talking about here. Mickey Kessler. Mickey Kessler. He's a mechanic. Running jean shorts straight out of, like, 92. Oh, nice. Nice. Still has the mustache, like the 1979 mustache. Still has, like, the, the... the cut the '80s like cover band long black hair like but not long like rock star hair mm-hmm. just like to the collar length yeah 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 like I'm, I'm like I'm partying in the back yeah, yeah. nothing has changed um, like this is my look are you telling me that there's people that will argue that Karsten is not better than Kessler oh many oh many many will argue oh no no Bear Dog has Kessler covered. Kessler no, was good here's why here's the ultimate stat in well, New Jersey motocross <laughs> Kessler got I think. Fifth or sixth in the 500 Nationals one year, and the Mickey fans will say Barry's never gone top ten in the Nationals. 
That's it. Barry, End of story. Closed case. Barry raced 125s, which are always more competitive than the 500 Nationals. What? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, what I got to look, this is what I got to look forward to in a couple he, of years. He called me earlier and said he was ready to end it, end his life today because he had he had full custody of his kids all day. This is this is what I had to look forward to. I, you know, uh, I apologize for the interruption. It's I I told another buddy of mine who was I was venting to the other day. I mean, I love my kids. Don't get me wrong, but it's like an emotional raping every day. <laughs> And I, I crawl into bed defeated and exhausted and uh-huh. begging to go dig ditches for a living my, so my, that I can afford child care. <laughs> my wife and I were talking about kids and the question, you know, we don't have any. And I said, what if we had one and we raised it like a basset hound? <laughs> like, because bassets are, I mean, you know, they take you, some. You treat those dogs well. We do treat them well, thank you. And they do take some time and effort. And all that, but not a lot, not as much as a kid. What if we could somehow get the kid down to a basset level of attention? That's all. Well, um, yeah, I think a lot of it's overrated. Like, we, we, we call it what it is. Like, when we put her in the, what's called the pack and play, uh-huh. I just say we're putting her in her cage. Because let's be honest. <laughs> let's just put That's it out you're there. putting her in there. Let's put it out there. It's a cage. Yeah, like, if she's going to stick her finger in the electric socket, put her in her cage. Like, I mean... <laughs> We're not doing it because we're not doing it for the play purpose. Right, right. <laughs> it's for the uh, walling them in we, purpose. We, before you had kids, did you ever think like stay-at-home moms were kind of lazy? Like, really, this chick can't like a job. I don't know. She's just staying home with the kids, watching soap operas, and <laughs> throw yeah, together a meal at the end of the day. We miscalculated big time. I thought that. I I used to think I was that guy, and like. There isn't a harder job that I know of. Steve, here's the reason why you can't raise them like Basset Hounds. Okay. My daughter's 14 months old. She does not know how to sit still. Like, I thought, this is, and Ping, I think that's what you're saying. I thought, hey, when we had this kid, I'll be glad to leave you. I'll sit down on the couch and watch TV for an hour, and, hey, I don't get to do that, and now I can, and I can say I'm actually doing something responsible. Well, what I didn't realize is they don't sit on a couch for an hour. They don't not move ever. She doesn't ever stop moving. So there is, it's just chasing, 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 chasing. Yeah. See, when I, when, when I get back from our, our morning dog walk, my guys are done for four or five hours. They're in a coma. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, no, so. there's a nap, but beyond the nap, there's yeah. no laying around. And I think the dogs, the dogs lay around, don't they? Yeah. They lay around all the time. Yeah. No. No laying around. And by, by three years old, the naps are gone, Weege. Uh, are gone. Get me a phone number of the ditch digger. Um. <laughs> get me a phone number. God, man. We haven't, uh, we haven't touched on uh, the 250 class yet. Um, I was going to make fun of the Canadians on the entry forms. They're from Canada, Canada. But then the South African guys are from South Africa, South Africa. But somehow Dean Wilson's from Scotland, Great Britain. But Musquin <laughs> is from France, France. So, I know we covered this in an earlier show, but I asked, I, did I did I give you the answer? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, and they just said they don't need to have the town. That's what the scoring guy was told. And Dalton 
Dalton Carlson is from Coon Rapids. So that's 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 good to know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a small town in Canada called Canada. Mm, yeah. No, there isn't. No. No. Um, let's uh, let's touch on 250 class. We're 54 minutes in. And we haven't talked talked about it. Um, somewhere, surely in that first moto, Greg Alberton was smiling. Swanepoel wins. Doug Shapinsky's debut. All he does is win. And uh, Tyler Rattray second. Um, good for Swanepoel, who, who's shown here and there this summer that he's a legit rider. Um, he's a legit, you know, top five guy. I think he's he's not top five, but if he can somehow harness whatever he does when he puts in good rides, he's got speed, right, Ping? Yeah, he's solid. I, I'm anxious to see. You know, I haven't really seen him ride much Supercross, um, which seems to be a South African thing too. You know, although Langston figured it out, but um, outdoors he's a he's a bulldog just like the rest of them. You know, fit, fast, strong. Um, I, did have I ever have there ever been two South Africans on the podium? Did Langston and did he, has that ever happened before? Ooh. And what's going on with South Africa anyway? Like, <laughs> well, how is that a hotbed of motocross talent? Politically, I, I would, I would argue that Canada is not far behind. Um, what, what's Fassi's goal here? Like, is his goal to just come here and race full time? Is that what he wants? Yes, he does. Yeah, he wants to. So we'll see. Oh, okay. okay. It's one of those questions of: Do you want to make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and be a big fish in a small pond, or do you want to make forty? And that's probably being gracious. You want to make 40 and be a small fish in a big pond, you know? So that's the question. Um, uh, I'll tell you this. If he um, if he kills it these last couple rounds and really meshes with those guys, I would tell you that there's a chance he stays with that team. You don't think Craig's going to stay there from what I hear? Um, that look, that looks I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But thing is, is they don't do the whole series, and, and Colton can't ride lights. So Straight that, up. Yeah, he can't. Oh, really? he's, just, he's too big. He's six two, hundred. Can, can he legally? Well, yeah, for sure, legally. Okay, but you're just saying he won't because he's heavy. he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. He's a monster. Um, okay, so Rattray wins. Wilson, uh, then there's the dog bug. Uh, Wilson gets second, three two. Looks like uh, Dino's uh, sand riding clinic at Reedy's house uh, really helped him out. He's got a good grip on this title now. How do I get? Yeah, and um, actually, we had our meeting for TV today. We went over a couple things like how a race actually starts and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jason and Emig, this is a gate. This is a gate. You're really bothered by this, I can tell. Like, it's eating at you. He posted on Vital. That's how bad it it bothered him. He posted on Vital. Again, just the thing that gets me mad, if you say I do a bad job, that's fine. But to, to... not give us the benefit of the doubt that we wouldn't know what a race looks like when it starts. Like, no one figured, hmm, maybe something was up. No, they just figured we were complete idiots. That's the part that got me mad. Anyway, um, we also mentioned in the, our meeting today that Wilson could actually wrap up the title this weekend. He only needs to outscore Rattray by, I think, 12 points. Which, oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah, even know that. Huh? It's 38 points. And I was like, you know, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, that would mean Rattray has to go, like, 4-4-ish, and Wilson has to win both motos. I mean, it's not likely but for Wilson to well, lose the title, he'd have to have a bad moto. And, man, he's been about as solid as you could possibly get. Like, the odds of Wilson having a bad moto, it seems like, 
astronomical that that would happen at this point. He's so solid. How about this statistic right here? After Unadilla, Pro Circuit locked up first, second, and third in that series. Wow. Like, no matter who wins it, they're going to get first, second, and third. Wow. Somebody on Vital said, and I'm searching for some quotes to, to send Weege further off the deep end. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Wygant doesn't want to hear from us anymore about his total denial and his fuck-up with the second moto announcing. That was not said. Yeah, someone just said that. That's my point. Like, why would I... Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Pink. It's more... It's Don't more realistic. Wrap it it's up. more realistic to think that I don't know what the race start looks like and yes. I'm lying and yes. denying it yes. than to believe a completely believable story <laughs> that anyone on the TV crew will quickly back up. They're putting us in the announcer's tower at Still City so we can see the track. All that fabricated. The truth was the gate dropped in a race, and I didn't know that meant the race started. Yeah, that sounds good to me, huh, Ping? I, I mean, that's, that's what I was thinking. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, wh- according to Vital, I'm just going off <laughs> the absolute truth that I read on Vital. Uh, hey, one of the good ones on there was, I figured they were purposely not mentioning the race starting because MX Sports doesn't want Suzuki to look bad and didn't want anyone to know that Dungey didn't make the start. Oh, uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> like, who's making that call on the fly that quickly? Yeah. Like, who is Davey in there? Like, whatever you do, make it look like Dungeons in the race. <laughs> why don't you, why don't we cut to Unadilla? Show him riding Unadilla. <laughs> talk hey, about how he's riding. Who, who would have known there was this many people wearing tinfoil hats sitting in basements? Well, you know. Right? Uh, we, then you go to Vital and it's apparent. I love Weege's theory, and I, I stole some of your jokes earlier, Pam. I'm going to steal Wagan's theory on some of the things that, that people say about Racer X and MX Sports about how there's these wild controversies and conspiracies that everyone at Racer X is in on. But if you worked at Racer X, like all three of us do, you would realize there's no way we could plan this. <laughs> we can't plan anything. We can't plan this podcast. <laughs> no, we could barely pull this podcast off and there's three guys on a phone. Yeah, and, and everybody's like, okay, so what Davey does is Davey gets money from – Monster, and then Davey will tell Rockstar that, and then uh, Dungey will come in. It's just these incredible theories that I'm like, have you ever been in the office of Racer X? You got Brozik drinking on the job, Billy reading the racing paper, you know, Chase Stallo reading Verb over and over, verbmoto.com. No, it's like the basic, like the mail, like we can't figure out how to like go to the mailbox and get the mail. Yet somehow, <laughs> Um. Hey, let's uh, to, that, to that end. I I can't even. I think Sacramento three years ago was the last time I sat down and actually like had a conversation that lasted longer than two minutes. With I literally think it's been about three years. <laughs> oh, Ping, you you haven't been told. You're like that guy in the office in the movie The Office. You haven't been told. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working in the basement, hanging on to my stapler here. Uh, yeah, even... You've actually been let go three years ago, Ping. You were actually <laughs> let go. <laughs> Uh, hey, you know, I guess because, you know, we do, let's talk about the Racer X bias here, and specifically one Billy Ursick, who keeps me up to date on everything Darren Durham and everything on Pennsylvania Riders. But quietly, his teammate, Alex oh. Martin, has been on fire the last little bit, and Martin actually passed Durham, who, remember, Durham, I mean, I like Durham, good kid, 
a lot of hype beginning of the year. Well, look at folks. Alex Martin's ahead of him. And uh, and no joke, uh, little Alex Martin has been on it, huh, Weech? Yeah, but when he's leading that moto, I officially decided to declare that I think Ewok Warrior is my favorite nickname. So well done. Well done, Mathis. Oh, thank you. Yes, that was. Uh, I mean, Ewok Warrior. And then I, I don't think, again, our NESC biased um, film crew, I don't know if they'd heard that one. And I was like, yeah, you know, Mathis calls him Ewok Warrior. And they thought that was so good, that, like every 20 minutes, they'd be like, oh, man, Ewok Warrior is so hilarious. Such a good nickname, dude. You know the problem with Ewoks? Mm. Go through whoops. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's going to be Alex's hiccup. Because uh, I think other guys would be like, hey, what about that kid? You know, and then right. uh, he can't, he's going to struggle to get through whoops. Why don't we try him out? And, oh, hey, we built our new whoops section. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I I, hey, regardless, whatever, the, the, he, he's on it. And uh, he passed. Durham, he's now the top placing privateer team. Eleven ten mods though, tenth and eleventh in the points. Wow. So. Hey, and I'll tell you what about I, we make jokes or whatever. That he's a nice kid and a really hardworking kid, so it's good to see him. Didn't you try him out? Success. Didn't you try him out on TLD no, or no? We, I thought you we did. were going to, oh, okay. but we didn't. Um, just never quite got there. Uh, we, do you know the status of Kyle Cunningham at all? I never heard anything. Mm, no, I didn't hear it was anything crazy. But now that I think about it, there is we're, we're finally racing every weekend again. Yeah. So you don't have much time to turn it around. I maybe, didn't hear maybe, that it was anything massive. Maybe I'll call Bobby. Uh, oh wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a big fan. Call call Alan Brown. <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, Cunningham and Davalos both out for the day. Christian Craig too, like we talked about earlier, uh, cra- crashes and um, and then navicular. That- it's a navicular for Christian too. Bummer. So yeah. he's got to have surgery this week. Um, and Jason Anderson, though, Jason Anderson, best moto of the year, seventh place. Picking it up. And no talking from Wigan, no talking. I saw him, dude, I was standing there in staging, and he was right next to me, and it was so tense. I was like, I just, I better not, I was, because I thought at Unadilla he had improved, so I thought maybe I should break the silence, but I don't think we're there yet. I mean, let him do his own thing. Um, it was, uh. collarbone for Travis Baker, too. uh, Yes. Hey, what about. What about um, Blake Baggett? And since being named to the Dis Nations team, and I'm sure it has nothing to do with that, I'm just sort of maybe tying that in for dramatic effect. Hasn't vital. <laughs> going vital on us. I'm going vital on you guys. I'm going crying game. I'm going crying game. Um, <laughs> Baggett hasn't been very good, has he? What's got? What's up, Ping? What do you think? I don't know. Um, I haven't talked to him. <clears throat> I know he had like kind of a nagging shoulder injury going on. I don't know if that's still the issue, but mm-hmm. um, he's definitely underwhelming here. Yeah, since coincidentally, since being picked to represent his entire country. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Um, I wonder. Um, you know, he's got to figure it out pretty quick. One thing, uh, my I think was at the beginning. I should have said this somewhere, so I really would sound smart now. But there's <laughs> a lot of things like that. Like, well, you should have realized the, the gate drops and yeah, the race I should have said things like the gate has dropped. And we're racing. I should have said that, too. It looks smart. But anyway, his speed was so ridiculous to me. Like, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, how could he be this much fat? That class is usually so close. And I was like, how could he be this much faster? How could he just go from, like, 11th to 1st? How can he do this every week? It just doesn't make sense. And now it almost, to me, is like, it didn't make sense. Right. Like, he has magic every once in a while. 
but to just expect him to do that in every single moto. Mm-hmm. I thought after Redbud, maybe he had it. It seemed like he had ironed out all the kinks. Yeah. But really, since then, even Washugal, he won, but it wasn't the you same. Know, if you were to play back us three jerkies talking every week about who's got the momentum and who's looking good for the title and who's the man, it would, this thing would change so many times, you know? Uh, uh, at different times, we're, we're calling it like, this is Reed's title. He's got it. This is RV's title. This is, and I mean through Supercross even, you know? Like, James just reeled off three wins in a row or whatever. It's, he's looking good. It's just, just ridiculous, and that's why we love the sport, right? Yeah, and it, it's, it's crazy, the front-runner thing, because it was like Wilson, until he won a race at Unadilla, it was, almost, it was like he was being talked about almost like he's struggling or how frustrating is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no credit being given the fact that he was always riding Will. You know, but and, uh, and it was just I, like know, he wasn't winning, so he's frustrated and he's struggling. You know, I was guilty of that a little bit, too, because I would ask him here and there, and he would be like, dude, I got five moto wins. You know, and I'm like, I know, but... but no, but I feel like he felt, he felt that way, too, also. But, you know? but, but I was with him at Red Bud, and, and he was, dude, he was so mad because he had right. gone 3-1 a bunch of times and never won. And there was dudes in the 450 class going 3-1 and winning overalls. And he's like, dude, I went 3-1 again. And, I, you know, in 450 class, 3-1's won three times, and I've gone 3-1 and never won. So now, Redbud was a tough one. Red, Redbud, I think, was the, the best ride of all for, for Baggett, and he just beat Wilson in both motos. And I think then it was Wilson, like, felt like he was the guy that was getting beat. But in reality, it wasn't, wasn't like that. And I, a couple times I said, like, he came down on the red as to ride, and I was like, Dude, at the end of the year, are you going to care if you're the champ and you didn't win any races, but you won some motos and stuff? Are you going to care? And he's like, yeah, the goal is to just win some more overalls. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think everybody, including the riders themselves, are guilty of, you know, the consistency. Hey, that's why Durham's going to be higher profile than Alex Martin. Right. Flashes of brilliance, potential mm-hmm. to maybe win a moto, is nobody's pumped on getting, like, solid sevens or even in Wilson's, at Wilson's standard you're right. thirds. Hey, now that, really we, shame. now that we know Tickle is moving up for sure, Hanny's gone, obviously, off of Pro Circuit. Looks like, and Rattray's shopping. I think Durham could go to Pro Circuit. What do you think, really? Ping? What do you think, Ping? Yeah. I think that's a good boss. I think he would be probably top of the list. Right? Because um, he's got that brilliance, the flashes. All the talent, yeah, all the talent in the world just, you know, like we talked about earlier in the season, really never had a, a good shot on a good team. Mm-hmm. He, he might be, maybe he doesn't, but boy, he sure seems like you put him in the right environment with that kind of team, and he could be, you know, the next guy. Yeah. Uh, what do you what think? What a turnaround. Hey, uh, I just want to say Tyler Medaglia went from 22nd to 12th in the first moto, and the second moto he went from 21st to 15th. Just want to put that out there. 13th overall. Pro Circuit, looking at him. They should be. They yeah, should be. Sure, sure. Hey, um, if, if Durham ended up getting that ride, I have no idea. Is that something we've heard, or is that just you know putting pieces together? Uh, that's putting well, pieces together by yours truly. Yeah. Okay. But either way, let's say he did get that ride. Would that be one of the most shocking? Like, if you had said at Hangtown that that's the way it's going to end up by the end of the year. This guy who most people have forgotten about riding for the 1110 Mods team on, like, 2010 Hondas. Out of a, black, out of a black box van. Yeah, is going to be the one to earn the most coveted ride in this super stacked class. 
so many good riders, so many guys trying so hard. All of them want to be on that team. That he, it's totally realistic now. But what a shock! Where's that crying game level? Um, bigger than Goonies. Definitely more surprising than Goonies. Bigger than Goonies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. That's rags for riches. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What's going on with the kids? Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's hard to say. Dude, I'm telling you, put them in the cage. They're crawling all over me like ants. Put them in the cage. They'll tear the cage down and eat it. (laughs) That's what my children will do. Oh, man. Um, What about silly season stuff? You heard anything new, Weege? Got anything? Um, Well, I don't know how this rat thing is going to work. I think it's already been talked about, but he really wants to ride a 450 outdoors. And then, of course, uh, or a 450 outdoors, 250 indoors. And then Tickle has a Kawasaki deal, but he can't ride lights. So for the 179th time, there's rumors of maybe Mitchell has a 450 team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't that know. team's ever going to happen. Cowie doesn't want him to do it. No. Now, I have heard, is it true that Monster, Pro Circuit, Kawasaki, blah, 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 the way all their deals went, that in the end, Factory Cowie's going to be leveraged into running Pro Circuit and mending that fence like it or not next year? That's what I'd heard somewhere down the line. Uh, yeah, I think, that, I, think, I think that's true. They're definitely not going to be running FMF stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. I think they are going to end up running pro circuit stuff, and and all the all the big deals from all the big drama and deals from uh, January will uh, hopefully all be yeah. settled and buried. Yeah, so then then maybe maybe the the door starts to open back up again. But the problem is, I think it was one thing to have a complete wild card guy like Hanny, uh, but but like Rattray and a 450 outdoors. You know, it'd be the same thing if they had brought in Porcel <clears throat> Pro Circuit. You're flirting with a guy who could potentially really beat the factory guys. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the problem. You know, maybe it depends on the level. Yeah, I just, I just don't think that Cowie would would let that happen. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, by the way. It, no. uh, I don't see how it doesn't go that way eventually, though. The way Yamaha's doing it, because mm-hmm. right of this, just simply they can still get the results, the exposure on a fraction of the money. Yep. I heard uh, I heard Reed has Rockstar next year. Rockstar Energy Drink for a sponsor, so that means he may add a second guy. He's going to be able to, anyways. So, oh man, did you hear so that just, thing? I didn't, but oh. I've stopped trying to dig and guess and whatever. I'm just going to let it all play out. I got barraged with emails after that Suzuki intro because I had a seven on the bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does this mean? What does it mean? I, I got Twitter on it too. I got. Like, I, I was supposed to have Greg Albertine come out and ride, and he got some meeting he got hung up in, so he couldn't come out. I mean, uh, the seven was for Albie. It wasn't even a Stewart thing. Everyone freaked out. I, I love, and I don't yeah. know if this is good or bad. It could be both. But I love how when stuff like that happens, people will, or anything, people will ask, you know, Dungy or Stewart something or Racer X something, and they'll tag me. And I don't know if that's good or bad. It's good because it means that people like trust me enough to maybe give them an answer. But I also think it's bad because, you know, hey, this idiot's always on Twitter. I'll ask him. You know? So. You're the gossip queen, dude. Right now. I'm, I'm still mad at Vital. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what else have we got to talk about? Anything else? Uh, I guess you missed your JGR lunch. Uh, Les Smith did well. Les Smith and Chisholm. Did well in 450s. 
Hey, I asked Les Smith about, um, you know, Les Smith was the Carmichael protege for yes. a while. Yes. I got to the bottom of why he doesn't get to ride there anymore. And it actually, unfortunately, makes sense. So it wasn't as crazy as I thought it might be. Uh-huh. Simple as this. When he was an amateur, Carmichael was still racing. And they're like, hey, we water the track. We maintain it every day. We like you. Come on down and ride. Mm-hmm. You know, now Carmichael's done. So they're like, we'd love to still have you. But it costs about forty grand a year to run that program, and now that Ricky's not riding, we can't do it for free anymore. It doesn't make sense. So he's like, oh. And I don't think Dungey – I'm trying to figure out how to say this because it's going to make Dungey sound like a jerk. But Dungey's just – those guys at that level, if they want to do things on their own, they do things on their own. So Dungey's not, hey, Les Smith, I'll pay for all the maintenance and you just ride it for free. Like it's just – yeah. No, feel I, like I don't think not, that makes Dungey – I don't think that makes right. Dungey look like a jerk at all. I think Gannon Audette rides down there, though. Minnesota guy, you know, buddies. Right, but so you have whatever. the right to yeah. you have the right to, you know. Anyway, that's that's it. Like, that's a great story, Weege. Well, he would just. I thought it was going to be, oh man, the ugly side of the Carmichael scenario. He got the boot. He's like, no, I'd mm-hmm. love to be there. Jeannie would like me to be there, but I can't pay them forty grand, and I can't expect them to build tracks just for me. For um, free. Did he say that Alden trained him too hard and wore him down? I mean. You can see the proof in the pudding with Filippo. I I, like I do. Man. I do like Jeff Stanton. Great guy. Um, love the podcast we do with him. Why get? Don't agree with him on some of that stuff though. Did I? What stuff? Gun to like my what? Head? He said at the end of the year, you will find out that Villapoto had some type of illness. He's too skinny and looks too bad. Yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me either. Whoa! Oh, ping! Oh, okay. Oh. Wow. Um, <clears throat> Chisholm, good ride. First race back. Good ride, right? Yeah. What is eleven ten? Uh, yeah, eleven ten mods. Eleven ten mods. Yeah. Um, oh, I was really impressed. Yeah. Uh, Dustin pipes, dusty pipes, thirty-two thirty. <laughs> hey, let's do this. Let's do this for the list on the website. Let's come up with the top ten headlines you could write if Dusty Pipes wins a race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude. And again, people who are thinking of the conspiracy theories of Racer X, we just made one a story up about Dusty Pipes, and we could do it. There's no, there's no <laughs> grand conspiracy. It's literally three idiots sitting around going, "Hey, we got to do some content." Okay, let's do Dusty Pipe uh, cycle news headlines. Um. Pipes cleans up. There's one. There you go. Yep. Pipes la- pipes lays it down. <sighs> right? Good one. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have dust them. Dust them. That's easy. Yeah. Dust them. Dusty dusts yeah. them. Um, I like pipe lays it down. Pipes lays it down. Pipes lays it down. How, how about <laughs> D- Dusty lays pipe to the class? Oh, nice. We did this once with... Uh, Paul Carpenter, mm-hmm. and um, the best was Jeff Kosen, our proofreader guy, came up with Carpenter Sands Woods, and that would be if he beat Josh Woods in like a good battle. Right, right. Carpenter Sands Woods. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's wrap this thing up. It's late where we just uh, he's got and Penguin's got to put his kids in a cage. 
I've got to go chain them to a brick wall where they can't saw through it. I'm telling you, Ping, buy some fur, buy a fur costume, put them in there, make them walk around on all fours. Soon they will adu- – like, you ever seen that movie with Jodie Foster where she lives in the woods? No. And she becomes like a like a ape Oh, woman? yeah, I have seen it. Right. I've seen parts of it. If you put a baby in a fur costume and make it live with basset hounds, it will become a basset hound. There was I, a, I, I, I could have two of Michael Vick's pit bulls, and that they would do less damage than my two girls <laughs> in my house. I'm certain of it. Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, um, Barsha, crying game surprising. I'm sticking with that. So We'll see you this weekend. I'm telling you. You guys are going to see it, and I'm going to be there at the finish line nodding my head slowly and pointing to the sky. Exposing your vagina. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right on. Well, hey, th- guys, thanks for coming on the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. Southwick wrap-up, uh, always a good time, and uh, same time, same place uh, next week. Thanks, guys. See you. Hey, there's See you guys. bacon and popcorn in my kitchen right now. That's what was brewed up while I was standing outside on the phone. This is awesome. Bacon and popcorn. Good way to end it. Whew, I'm excited. Talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. This has been the Racer X Podcast with Steve Mathis. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy the more than 250 episode archive, including the Classics Collection where it all began. Yeah.